All right. What's up, fellas? Hey. How we doing? Eddie, How we doing? Eddie Case, two two young gentlemen who have restored my faith in the youth. My mustache hairs. I decide. I my face is exploding right now. I've decided that it's probably my mustache hairs going up into my nostrils and like making me sneeze a lot. I thought it was allergies. Well, I, I explained to you before we went live here that I believe you're allergic to cats, right? Yeah. So pick up the animal that's right next to you. Hold on. <laughs> I got a, I got a cat here though. That's what I'm saying. It's an alpha move, Abe. If you're allergic to cats, it's not good to sleep with a cat. Yeah, but I'm I'm trying to face my fears, you know. <laughs> get them out of my body. But that's like the only thing you're around at this point. You're interacting with cats more than the, you are humans, which by proxy, given your condition, is dangerous. <laughs> your condition. It's not. It's not that serious. Case, calm down. Well, no, it, it I'm is. looking out for you. It is because when I'm around a cat, my eyes explode. So. Yeah, no, I used to be like that too. But then I started dating a girl. She had two cats. Here we go. And I liked the girl, so I was like, "Well, I better." Oh, what's going on there with your mic? Is the cat on your cord? Can you hear me? Yeah. My bad. Other. Oh, um. But yeah, no, I, I wanted to, uh, you know, get close with the lady, so I had to get over this cat thing. And you know, wait, and you just, got wait, hang on, you got over it. Yeah, this is what you do. It's just like the same way you get over disease. You just kind of like expose yourself. You know, it's it. interesting. I did have a dog for fourteen years, Shelly. Rest in peace. And I did get over. <laughs> I did get over the. Uh, I think you're right. I mean, I always, but like you said, you always have some allergies. You just get used to it, right? Exposure therapy. It's like those UFC fighters that kick like a palm tree or whatever. Oh my God. I can't get over. I was watching the, um, it was like UFC 252, I think. It Embedded was, uh, or something or whichever one that the Masvidal was fighting in last. Yep. A couple weeks ago. And they had this whole like 10 minute segment about this Australian guy who I don't even remember if he won or not, but yeah, his- Volkanovsky. I saw that Alexander Volkanovsky. His big thing was that his coach made a poll. Like that was his, he was like, "Yeah, we we don't have banana trees here." <laughs> yeah. so I had to I had to invent a poll. And did you could, see his leg after he was kicking it? Yeah, he's like he's like, "Oh, I can't feel my shins." It's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> By the Hello. way, if you're if you're watching this, you could uh comment. Wait, let's see. I think I have to do something here for the comments to come in. Hang on. Sorry, fellas. Come on now. Let me go ahead and uh let me go ahead and fix something really quick. What I like about Abe working on the fly. He could have had this prepared ahead of time, <laughs> but he kind of likes to feel out the process as we're exactly. going along. He's very adaptive, and I like that. That's kind of what we're looking for in the modern workplace. <laughs> someone that's very adaptive. Kind of like a fighter pilot. Let me, let me... Uh, yeah, Abe is kind of the, the radio equivalent of getting into dog fights, you know, these aerial combatants. <laughs> real when master. Abe walks into the studio, he's preparing himself for a dog fight. Exactly. Oh, here we go. Okay, so it's working here. I believe I believe this is a gentleman named Mike. What's up, Mike? Ch- chiming in. Oh, Ro- Robert <laughs> Robert has an interesting question. <laughs> Who are these jabronis? <laughs> oh, what a loaded question. See, and that, mean, that, that, uh... that's, that's what I was just about to get to. Before before we now let me let me tell you Robert let me tell you this now these are two gentlemen who restored my faith in the youth you know when you hear about you know these young twinks these days you're like a bunch of pussies you know people always talk shit about the youth and I'm like you don't know anyone who's young right exactly. it's like people who hate new music they never listen to any new music it's true 
Or the idea that they say, like, oh, music today is just about sex and drugs, and then they go to a Motley Crue concert that summer. It's like, you got to understand, like, the hypocrisy of this. Like, it's the same thing that you like. It's just a newer version of it, and it makes you feel old and uncomfortable, so you don't embrace it. Exactly. So so these are two young – when I worked at WKQX, before my unceremonious exit um, (laughs) – these, I, hey, go so, on too soon. Go on too soon. So Eddie, Eddie was the phone screener on the show, and then Case was an intern. So I worked with these guys every day in the studio, and I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed, and I would say that I've molded both of you gentlemen in my vision. Would you agree with that? Because you guys are definitely different after meeting me. I know you are. I had never had Jersey Mike's before I met Abe, and now I notice it's like a steady part of my life between the text alerts and the app and the constant craving for a number 24. Abe, in that way, more than anything, has like impacted my life greatly. So Jersey Mike, and it's funny that you bring up Jersey Mike's because it, Robert just said if there's one thing Abe likes, it's young twinks. You know, you know that's true, Robert. Actually, I, I, these are the first two twinks I've had on the show ever, but I enjoy these gentlemen. So, um, you know, usually I, I can't I can't talk to normal pe- most people because they're boring as fuck, right? But I like these gentlemen here. I like young Eddie and young Case. Two young. How old are you guys? Twenty one. Two twenty. See, look look at these guys. They could talk. They could sit on their own feet. Everyone thinks like kids who are young. They, oh, all they do is look at their phone. They suck. They have no personalities. They're a bunch of pussies. It's not true. I mean, they're kind of right. <laughs> there are some flaws with the current generation now. Sure, it's not sure. as as widespread or as uh, as viral and infected as most older people think it is. Yeah. We're not perfect by any means. No. But it's not an entire wasteland out there. I think the the problem there's no more alphas and me me and Case are both alphas. <laughs> it's funny. we don't have a we don't have a couch in our living room. It's just a bench press. Yeah. we are looking to uh, radicalize our living room by eating red meat and by pumping iron. Well, you guys you guys are actually about to be roommates for the first time ever, correct? Yeah. Yes. What's starting in what like a couple days? Yes. Okay, yeah. Now Eddie, the, the gentleman with the tattoos there, he's known. And by the way, if you want to follow these. These young twinks. Here's their handles: underscore case low and Yankee Crundle. I forgot I changed it. To <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I thought it sounded like Yankee Candle. So. Ah, okay. So, anyways, if you want to follow these, so now Eddie is the master of dating apps, correct? I'm well. Some would say. Some would say. So, like Tinder, is that still oh. your go-to? Uh, ten, yeah, for sure. It's the easiest to use. But I mean, I, w- I wouldn't say I'm a master. I'm just out there. Case, are you hoping to get some of Eddie's spillover ass? I've been trying. I've been trying to get him some. Under normal circumstances, I would at least be open to the idea. <laughs> but I don't know if you guys have heard we are living in a pandemic. It doesn't stop and- Eddie. And there is nothing that I want less than to have physical contact with people that I don't know, that I don't know where they've been. It's majorly concerning that Ed is acting as the the modern-day equivalent of Hugh Hefner and is opening our doors <laughs> to whatever blonde bombshells want to come in our, our apartment. It's majorly concerning. So you have a problem with that case, Eddie bringing over bl- blonde bombshells? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Eddie bringing over a blonde bombshell, and I get all concerned, like, oh, no, what are we going to do? Yeah. But it's just it's one of those things that I was thinking a few days ago about how I'm in the unique position as a young person where not only has COVID impacted my dating life because now I don't want to go out and meet people, 
I was also in a year-long cold streak before COVID started. So I'm really behind the eight ball. And now, you know, I think like, well, if we have a vaccine by the beginning of the year, maybe enough people will have it by like June of next year to where I feel comfortable going outside and interacting with people. So I'm spending uh, the prime of my manhood, my young 20s, the time where you're supposed to go out there and live, bunkered down, afraid of women, afraid to touch anybody, and that's I've accepted that. I don't want any of Eddie's, as you put it, spillover. <laughs> How disgusting is it going to be though to hear Eddie banging in the other room? Because you never, you never, you don't know what. Like you know, you have a friend Eddie here. You don't know what it's like. You don't know kind of sick shit he does or what the noises, the stuff he's saying. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know Eddie and he's not much of a wordsmith. So I would I would be <laughs> curious as to what he thinks is acceptable to say in those moments of intimacy, because I can't imagine it's smooth. I mean, Eddie's a good looking guy, but nobody's coming home with him for his brains and his wit. I don't know about that, bud. Come on now. I don't no, know. You're, you're a good looking guy. You have won the genetic lottery. I look at you and I'm like, that is a good looking young man. I looked at myself in the mirror a few days ago <laughs> and it set in that this this is how I look now, that this is what it's going to be. Now, I do have the benefit, but I think as I age, yeah. as I age, it's going to get to a point where it's like I started here. So if I fall a little bit, it's not that bad. Whereas maybe some of your twinkish high school quarterbacks that were up here. Yeah. When they fall, it's going to be a much rougher journey for them. Oh, I at yeah. least in the thick of it right now. Yeah, you have nothing to be depressed about yet. Like they're they're gonna right now they're at their the high school quarterback. He's still riding high, right? Because he's still hanging out with the underclassmen. There he is. It's Burns. Burns, man, what's up, brother? Hey, what's up, dudes? Hey, what's going on? You in college? Nah, man, taking a year off. Cool, man. You still partying? Fuck yeah, I'll be at the. So he's party. They could party for a couple of years, right? But then, then as soon as that kicks in, that like, man, it really, you know, they've, there's been three starting quarterbacks since I was the starting quarterback. It's yeah, like people, unless you start working at the school as like a coach, that's their only option to like still be cool. There he is, Coach Burns. Yeah, man, I remember getting pussy, man, which is always awkward because Coach Burns is 37 and you're talking to a 15-year-old kid. Right? What high school did you go to? Well, Saint, this was the scenario. St. Lawrence. He's actually right. He's actually right because I did this exact same thing in high school. Because I, I had a coach. I didn't play. I, I was terrible at football. But, but you did play, didn't you? I thought you were the starter, like an offensive lineman or something. I was. I was an offensive lineman. I wasn't. I wasn't a starter by any means. Oh. Uh, our like we had a young coach that came in and he just took me under his wing and we just like chilled and he was like you know in his thirties and I was like sixteen. He didn't but... try to molest you, did he? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> And Chris Hansen came out from behind the counter. He's like, uh, you mind taking right a seat? There. I have some questions. Uh, what? Uh, why, why do you have a webcam and condoms? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm his coach. I'm his coach. Yeah, okay. No, wait, Eddie, hang on. He took you under his wing. What, explain this. Just hung out, you know. Wait, Not what? Like, Drink a Zima? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> wait, how old were you? Hang on, hang on. Slow down here. How old were you? I was like 16, 15, 16. And he was, what, 30? About, yeah, maybe like 20. <laughs> okay. So, ex- first of all, explain how you went about hanging out. How did it start? Well, it started out because I, most football players are really stupid, and they needed someone to help, like, signal in plays. Yep. And since I knew all the plays, they're like, oh, you'll do that. So I started doing that, and he was he was also there to tell me plays and stuff like that. 
And then we just got to talking, you know, and then a friendship blossomed. But wait, hang on. Where did you hang out? Just at practice. Just at practice. Oh, that's not hanging out. I thought you meant like he came over to your house. No. Wait, it sounds like something happened. Where did you guys hang out at? No, it was just, it was like, you know, in the locker room, in the showers, wherever. No, but really, did he, did you guys ever leave the school and hang out together? Uh, There was maybe, (laughs) it was like one or two times, but it was like a team function. And like, what, what what was he telling you about getting laid and stuff? No, it's just basics. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. I don't remember. Just the basics basic. of getting laid. I had I have brain damage from football, so I don't. Know. <laughs> I remember high school. Never trust a man who tells you, "Dude, greatest years of my life." It's like, <laughs> hang on. The greatest years of your life were 14, 15, 16, and seventeen. Two of which you're a fourteen and fifteen year old. Do you ever see what they look like now? They look like yeah. little kids. Well, I would. Yes, I'm glad you know that that they're children. I mean, a 15 year old is is a child and physically underdeveloped. They look like a child. They act like a child. They are a child, right? So when they yeah. talk about like, yeah, man, I got the most pussy in high school. It's like, whoa, yo, whoa, you, it's like, dude, sophomore what? year, man. Remember, remember, Kimmy, man, she was so hot. It's like, wait, you're talking about a 15 year old here. You're 40. <laughs> it's, the, it's the weirdest part of predatory behavior is the fact that they want to spend time. With a 14-year-old when you're a 36-year-old part-time <laughs> firefighter and you're messaging a 14-year-old and saying, we should hang out. This You're really cool. You're a really cool girl. We need to get together. Yeah. That's the weirdest part of it. Well, it's no, all the, bad, but that's the most extreme part. No, I'm talking about – well, that that's called a pedophile. I'm talking <laughs> about when he's talking about when he was 14. Yeah. If he if a thirty seven year old's contacting a fourteen year old, we need to call the police immediately. It's not just weird. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm glad you realize that. Yeah, but I'm talking about the thirty seven year old who's talking about when he was fourteen. Yeah, man, I got laid all the time. It was great. Kimmy was hot. It's like you're thirty seven now. At the time she was fourteen, you're talking about a child. Those should not be your four years in high school should not be the greatest years of your life. It doesn't matter what you did in high school. You were a kid. I mean, it was like, it's fun. Like, yeah, man, no, no, dude, man, just partied all day. Okay, that's fine. But like, you're the best year, you're getting laid years in high school when, when that's like your peak, there's a problem because and they keep talking, yeah, man, all the time, bro. And I feel like the kids that like get laid too quick, they lose all their innocence, right? And they lose all their creativity because that's all they care about. Given my career choices, it is very apparent that I did not get laid in high school. So I, I don't <laughs> empathize with those people at all. I did not have friends growing up. Uh, I did not talk to women in high school. So yeah, if you're if you're peaking there, I think that's obviously very concerning. Again, Raymond uh, just chiming in here. Who are these guys with Abe? So these guys worked with me at my last radio station. So in case you didn't know, and 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 like Douglas here misses me in Indy. Douglas, everyone misses me in Indy, apparently. That's all I've been hearing about. Even for people at the station. Anyways. so <laughs> it, You know what I found out after losing my job in Indianapolis? I had a ton of listeners who loved the show. That's what I found out. Anyways. <laughs> Raymond. Raymond, who are these guys? Again, so I worked at WKQX in Chicago. I also hosted mornings in Indianapolis. I did both shows from Chicago. Double duty. So... I worked with these two young gentlemen, these two twinks, and I liked work. I had a lot of fun working with them. So that's why I'm bringing them on the podcast, because they're fun to talk to. They're not like your usual twinks. Oh, what do you mean by that, bud? <laughs> those people? What do you mean? What? what do you mean by those people? 
<laughs> so anyways, anyways, back to what we were saying. Yeah. It's weird when you talk about, dude, the best years of my life getting laid, high school. Yo, it's Abe Cannon. Really quick, if you want to support the podcast, go to anchor.fm slash Abe Cannon, or just read the description to the podcast you're listening to right now. You could support the podcast, or you don't have to. It's up to you. If you want to support the podcast, I'd appreciate it. Now back to the show. He was also there to tell me plays and stuff like that. And then we just got to talking, you know, and then a friendship blossomed. But wait, hang on. Where did you hang out? Just at practice. Just at practice. Oh, that's not hanging out. I thought you meant like he came over to your house. No. Wait, it sounds like something happened. Where did you guys hang out at? No, it was just, it was like, you know, in the locker room, in the showers, wherever. No, but really, did he, did you guys ever leave the school and hang out together? Uh, There was maybe, (laughs) it was like one or two times, but it was like a team function. And like, what, what what was he telling you about getting laid and stuff? No, it's just basics. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. I don't remember. Just the basics basic. of getting laid. I had I have brain damage from football, so I don't. Barely <laughs> remember high school. Never trust a man who tells you, "Dude, greatest years of my life." It's like, <laughs> hang on. The greatest years of your life were 14, 15, 16, and seventeen. Two of which you're a fourteen and fifteen year old. Do you ever see what they look like now? They look like yeah. little kids. Well, I would. Yes, I'm glad you know that that they're children. I mean, a 15 year old is is a child and physically underdeveloped. They look like a child. They act like a child. They are a child, right? So when they yeah. talk about like, yeah, man, I got the most pussy in high school. It's like, whoa, yo, whoa, you, it's like, dude, sophomore year, man. Remember, remember Kimmy, man, she was so hot. It's like, wait, you're talking about a 15 year old here. You're 40. It's the, it's the weirdest part of predatory behavior is the fact that they want to spend time. With a 14-year-old when you're a 36-year-old <laughs> part-time <laughs> firefighter and you're messaging a 14-year-old and saying, we should hang out. This You're really cool. You're a really cool girl. We need to get together. Yeah. That's the weirdest part of it. Well, it's no, all the, bad, but that's the most extreme part. No, I'm talking about – well, that that's called a pedophile. I'm talking <laughs> about when he's talking about when he was 14. Yeah. If he if a thirty seven year old's contacting a fourteen year old, we need to call the police immediately. It's not just weird. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm glad you realize that. Yeah, but I'm talking about the thirty seven year old who's talking about when he was fourteen. Yeah, man, I got laid all the time. It was great. Kimmy was hot. It's like you're thirty seven now. At the time she was fourteen, you're talking about a child. Those should not be your four years in high school. Should not be the greatest years of your life. It doesn't matter what you did in high school. You were a kid. I mean, it was like, it's fun. Like, yeah, man, no, no, dude, man, just partied all day. Okay, that's fine. But like, you're the best year, you're getting laid years in high school when, when that's like your peak, there's a problem because and they keep talking, yeah, man, all the time, bro. And I feel like the kids that like get laid too quick, they lose all their innocence, right? And they lose all their creativity because that's all they care about. Given my career choices, it is very apparent that I did not get laid in high school. So I, I don't <laughs> empathize with those people at all. I did not have friends growing up. Uh, I did not talk to women at high school. So yeah, if you're if you're peaking there, I think that's obviously very concerning. Again, Raymond uh, just chiming in here. Who are these guys with Abe? So these guys worked with me at my last radio station. So in case you didn't know, and 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 like Douglas here misses me in Indy. Douglas, everyone misses me in Indy, apparently. That's all I've been hearing about. Even for people at the station. Anyways. So, <laughs> it, you know what I found out after losing my job in Indianapolis? I had a ton of listeners who loved the show. That's what I found out. Anyways. 
Raymond. <laughs> Raymond, who are these guys? Again, so I worked at WKQX in Chicago. I also hosted Mornings in Indianapolis. I did both shows from Chicago. Double duty. So I worked with these two young gentlemen, these two twinks, and I liked work. I had a lot of fun working with them. So that's why I'm bringing them on the podcast because they're fun to talk to. They're not like your usual twinks. (laughs) What do you mean by that, bud? (laughs) Those people? What do you mean? (laughs) What do you mean by those people? So anyways, anyways, back to what we were saying. Yeah, it's weird when you talk about do the best years of my life getting laid high school. You're 15. Yeah, I mean, but like I could look back to fourth grade and be like my first crush was I don't I don't even remember who it was, but like I don't think it's that weird because you remember it like grow up at the same time. So that four year old is no longer a four year old, so you should be able to talk about that person, right? Hang on, Bass is talking shit here. Boy, I missed the phone call and I get booted from the Abe Canada. So sorry, Bass. That's how it works. But hang on, Bass. Let me go ahead and send you a link here. Now watch. He's not even gonna. This is the worst. I hate when people say stuff like this, and then Bass won't even click on the link. Bass, I'm Bass is watching this right now. Come join. The, the question to ask while we're getting set up is: Is there a statue of limitations? Uh, to where a memory of lust might expire. When you're 36, is it weird to still be fawning over your 15-year-old <laughs> relationship? Exactly. And that's a moral question that I don't have an answer to. Yeah, th- there's a problem. You shouldn't be thinking about stuff from when you were 15 when you're 40. My real question actually is, so when when is that age where it stops mattering that you're like a decade older than your spouse? Uh, probably I don't think that 20, ever Maybe 25, 35. I don't know. Yeah, but oh, look at base. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm on the air. Well, then don't complain. What are you doing, base? Base just sent this. Boy, I missed one phone call. I get booted from the Ape Cannon podcast, and then I said, "Hey, come on." Oh, sorry. Did you dirty base? I didn't mean to click on that one, but uh, look at Robert base. You always miss the phone call. That's right. And then complains about it. I'm on the air. Well, then don't complain. How are you watching the show right now? Base, it's just nice to be invited. <laughs> I love Mary. Mary uh, is one of the, she's listened to every show I've done. That's dedication. Listening you, back Mary. to Sirius and all these other shows. So Mary's maybe the most, maybe the most dedicated listener. You don't hear from her much, but she might be the most dedicated listener ever. She's there. So anyways, it's just weird to me when you're still talking about getting laid at 15. Yeah, man. Remember, remember grammar school football, man? We kicked their ass. Grammar school football. I know. I remember guys who talked. Yeah, man. We we killed St. Bede. We killed him. It's like. I feel like that's just a real alpha move. You're just. (laughs) I remember every football game I ever played in. Like every opponent. It was all, you know, it's manly shit. I don't know what to tell you. You know, it's funny. When I wrestled in high school. I, I was like, I was pretty shitty. But like senior year, I I started junior and. Oh, there's base. Hang on. Let's get him on here. Get on. All right, Bass. Bass, turn down the turn down the radio. We killed Turn that down, Bass. Dude, you're just not It's still on. Turn it down. Bass. Bass, turn that off. Bass, turn down the volume of the podcast. It's manly shit. Could you hear me, Bass? You know what's funny? When what's I, he doing? He's nodding his head. I, I was like, I was pretty Bass. Like, Can you hear me? I, I started Bass. This is what's going on. Base. This is the first day in the industry. Base, can you hear me? Base. Okay, so if you're if you're listening to this on the audio version, base, can you hear me? Base. 
Bass. <laughs> What's he doing? Bass, can you hear me? I can't hear you. Oh there, oh, there, oh, there you go. Now we can hear you at least. Can you hear me now? You can't hear me? Bass, can you hear me? If Again, if you're listening on the audio version, I'm very sorry. Bass, can you hear me? Uh, he just hung up. So that's what you get with bass. <laughs> <laughs> Abe, what's happening in your life that doesn't involve 15-year-olds? Is there anything else that's really sticking up here right now, or is it just yelling at people you didn't like in high school? <laughs> how did we get off on that? I don't know. I don't even know how we got there. We're talking about how cool I was with my coach. Oh, that's right. So, oh, so he did not molest you? That's <laughs> Not that I remember. Could be repressed, but... No, Eddie, let, 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 let's move into something a little bit different here because, you know, Case mentioned he was thankful that I turned him on to Jersey Mike's. And Eddie okay. sent us... First of all, he sends us a message acting like he created Firehouse Subs. Like, it's his... Now this is Eddie's spot. Like, oh, whoa, Eddie, Firehouse Subs, what's that? Like, no, I, no, no. Eddie, Eddie, hang on. You think I... Ne- you really think I never tried Firehouse Subs, me? I assumed... I assume that you have had firehouse subs. I also don't know because we just got one back where I grew up, and that's where I am right now. I'm in Ohio. We don't have many fancy things here. So that went in place of, like, it used to be a Wendy's, and then they put in a firehouse subs. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a try. And, I mean, I I didn't realize it was even a chain. I thought it was just, like, a one-off. So uh, it's been there for years now, and I'd, I'd never tried it. And then once I met you, you put me on to J Mike's, and then I realized J Mike's. <laughs> Let's see. Let me let me find this text. But Eddie, you're neglecting the fact that Abe shovels subs down his throat by the truckload. So if there's no, a chain exactly. that, that exists, which there's firehouse subs in Chicago, I know you've passed them. You're just not paying attention to yourself. Joe from and Chicago. I, I, I agree. Firehouse subs is trash. So had- just think for a second, Ed. Of course, Abe has tried it. You haven't had firehouse training. You never had Firehouse Case? I haven't. I have, I, but I have no interest. Well, then how do you know it's trash? That's no, not no, right no. either. Because because it's not Jersey Mike's, which at this point is all I care about. And again, oh, I was no one that had oh. never had never tried Jersey Mike's before. I met Abe Cannon, and then you know he you know grabbed me by the hand and took me there, <laughs> and I got a you know a big lunch order and ate all my food, and it was such a wonderful meal. And ever since then, I've been just smitten with it. Abe will even agree to this. J Mike's isn't like the pinnacle of subs. I know that he would prefer to go to like an Italian deli or somewhere that they like that's it has the family. They sprinkle that into it. You know, it has the tradition. That's the best. Sub. You're, you're right, Eddie. The, the, the mom and pop sub shops, they are the best. But yeah. Jersey, here's the thing about Jersey Mike's. Number one, it's the best. Number two, I'm on the be- the toilet immediately. <laughs> yeah. So, OK, there's a lot of problems. So- <laughs> that's my, I just I wanted to like see if there was possibly someone that could stack up to it. Cause I love Jersey Mike's. It's one of the only sub spots I can eat. I have celiac disease. I can't eat subs anywhere. Yeah. You can't they, have gluten, right? Yeah. They, they have to have gluten free bread. And uh, Jersey Mike's was the only one that I knew of. That Pete, had Pete says J Mike's. I can't wait to annoy my girlfriend calling it that case started something new. J Mike's. <laughs> um, I mean, of course, the mom and pop restaurants are going to be better than the chains. That's not necessarily something on my budget as a art school student uh, that is currently unemployed. It's not necessarily. Wait, you go to Colum- wait, hang on, budget. hang on. You go to Columbia, the same school we all went to. Yeah, I, but I, and it's not like we're swimming in cash. I know, but you're the acting like you're, you're acting. That- you're acting like you're like um, some some guy that that Sarah Jessica Parker was banging in Sex in the City. Oh, he's an art school student. 
please, yeah. that would be great if that was my future. That would be incredible. But yeah. like Abe can afford going, you know, hell and high water for these <laughs> sub shops because <laughs> Abe's only budget is food. He's cycled in the same like Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Hulk Hogan t-shirts for the past twenty years, and then a sweatshirt from hey, the this, Loop. This, like this, Abe this, spends money on nothing else. This is a Beatles. Food. This is a Beatles shirt. Oh, great. Yellow oh, Submarine. Beatles. I know you hate the oh. Beatles. I don't hate the Beatles. I just have anything interesting that needs to be said about the Beatles has already been said. I would rather listen to newer bands that still have a journey. <laughs> what, what, I'm going to have a, an original Beatles take? Like, no one cares. They're the Beatles. They've won. Move on to another band. R- really quick here. Mike chiming in, Gaming CX. Got to introduce the fellas to the Continental Sauce. Now, the Continental Sauce, gentlemen. A place on the south side called Tony's Beef. They have this sauce called Continental Sauce. It's the greatest sauce ever. And you dip everything in the Continental Sauce. So go there. Uh, Joe from Chicago. Mr. Submarine is far superior. Now, here's the thing about uh, Mr. Submarine, Joe. Depends on who's making the sandwich. You have some asshole who tells you, uh, you know, and he goes, when I said extra mayo, he goes, oh, you want both sides of the bun, right? You want to taste the mayo. That made me sick, right? It was embarrassing and it made me sick. Oh, you want to take? He goes. I was at. I was at Mr. Submarine. I'm like, I have extra mayo. He's like, <laughs> yeah, both sides, right? Both sides of the bun. He goes. You want to taste it? Taste it. You can <laughs> say that. Is that creepy? Yeah. One time, uh, I, but did you taste it? Was it worthwhile? Was it good? I, I did. I did taste it. And right on cue, here's Base. Base, can you hear me now? Oh, I can hear you. Oh, good. There he is, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's Base. Do you guys know Base? No. No. I've never heard of these two nutbags a day in my life. This is uh, Case and Eddie. I work but with I them. I log on to Facebook and I see two strangers with Abe Cannon. I can't stand it. <laughs> I can't. Li- I'm on the radio right now. I can't stand this. It sure looks Abe like it with that. Abe, with is, that, with Abe that, is my bitch. It's I don't sure, know who you guys are. Wait, actually, I claim. Wait, wait Base, isn't it, isn't it the opposite? It could be, but we're not Aren't you my there. bitch? <laughs> we're, we're, we're not going there just yet. That's good. Not, well, base. Uh, you, you came in at the perfect time because we're talking about Mister Submarine. Oh, uh, Mister Submarine is. I only had Mister Submarine with you, to be honest. I like Jersey Mike's better. Oh, thank you. Thank you. How do you feel about Firehouse Subs, though? Firehouse Subs is good because on Sundays it's free food for kids, and I make sure my son orders double so I can eat it. So it's perfect. <laughs> wait, wait, really? It's free food for kids for the well, firefighters. What do they give them? Uh, they give like a ham sandwich, some chips, a soda. And for free? Maybe, and maybe the uh, the New Yorker, if the kid asks just about right. Eddie, could you shave your whole body so I could bring you in there as a child? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Joe from Chicago, Washington and Wells is the best Mr. Submarine in the city. Mr. Submarine. Mr. Submarine's only Chicago, though, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's not even a fit. Like, you can't, it can't just be, it has to be a chain that's everywhere. If we're talking about the best sub ever, because it has not really. Be- when everyone has to be able to access it. That doesn't mean anything, though. I mean, you could they, they say the best cheesesteaks are in Philadelphia, right? Yeah. Well, no right, one's like, yeah, well, hang on, guys. The only cheesesteaks that count are Arby's because you can access them everywhere. <laughs> I have heard that Publix is supposed to be the best submarine. Uh, it's a, uh, again, base. don't bring that up as if I haven't tried it. Yes, I have tried Publix subs. Everyone brings up these sub places. I'm like not, I'm not bringing it up as if you haven't tried. I'm just saying that's another chain place in another region that not everybody well, acts, yeah, acts, everyone yeah. acts like public subs are the best. So I've never had anything better. They're fine. They're fine. I'll eat them. 
Are you saying Mr. Submarine is the best sub you've ever had? Even no. though you requested Jersey Mike's on your birthday? That's true. I did have I did have instead of my mom's like, hey, where do you guys want to go for your birthday? I'm like, you know, she's naming all these nice restaurants. I'm like, let's just get Jersey Mike's. That's How about nice. that? I'm sure your mother enjoyed that. She did, because it's like way cheaper than going to Gibson. It's like some asshole. If you if you're an asshole, if, if you're if your mother's buying you a birthday di- br- di- br- dinner and you say, Let's go to Gibson's, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, if she's offering. Wow, 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 wait, wait, wait. I bet exactly that Abe Cannon had his mom order enough food from Jersey Mike to way exceed anything <laughs> you had at a Gibson Steakhouse in Chicago. I think it was like ninety dollars. Like there was like nine king sandwiches made Mike's way. You don't think that cost money? Well, you know what the key was too. She ordered. And I'm like, did you give him my my Jersey points card? She's like, oh, I forgot. I'm like, I went back in there with my card. And I had them give me the points. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. All right, gentlemen. <laughs> I got to jump into another job. Nice meeting you guys. All right, Bass. Yeah, bye. There he goes. Ben, a, nice little, a, a nice little cameo there from Bass. What a guy. That's incredible. That's <laughs> you, eight. You look, Abe Cannon has pull. Okay? People come to Abe Cannon. All right? It's nice. Have I you ever important. seen anything where, where someone brings someone in that quickly? Oh. It was a flawless I, execution. I mean, what what execution? Honestly, the execution of that base. I don't have a, a phone screener here. Uh-huh. Did you see well, that yeah. execution? Yeah. Again, if you're if you're listening to this, go on you my YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. By the way, if you're on Twitch, friend me on Twitch and like subscribe and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? At Abe Cannon on everything. It's easy. Because you know we're still on the quest to 100,000 listeners. What Case, what does 100,000 listeners mean to me? I You probably are going to go out and buy a celebratory sub if you get 100,000 listeners. I don't know if that's your pinnacle that you've been working towards. But what but does it, it mean? Nice. What does it mean if one of us have 100,000 listeners? That means you're important. It means freedom. <laughs> is you, that what it is? 100,000 listeners equals a nice living for anyone. Is that all it takes? If that's the case, my God, please subscribe, because I would like Abe to be able to pay some bills. What we do here, it's called the tell three friends rule, okay? Do you want to explain what that is, Eddie? Tell three friends? So you tell three friends about the show, and then they tell three friends about the show, and then so on and so forth, <laughs> until we have 100,000. Exactly. You tell three friends, they tell three friends, they tell three friends. And you know what's funny? I posted this thing on my Facebook that um, for it was like national, which I hate national radio days. Everyone's like, yeah, so I was at Poughkeepsie, WMMR. Hey, you're the little six stones out. We look for your coffee. This is Chuck and Joe. Do I got to fly, man. <laughs> Rock and roll, brother. So like everyone put, puts like their, their laundry list. So I put up tombstones of all the stations I worked at. And it's funny because all these people are like, oh, I remember when you were like, they all listened at different points. So I wonder if they still listen now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's funny that like each person had something different. Like some people are like, go back and work with Mancow. I, I loved Y101. I loved the Howard Stern uh, when you worked on Howard Stern's channel. I love the indie show. I love blah, 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 blah. And it's it's funny. Each person has a different place. Just all come here right now. We'll bring in all 100,000. And then guess what? I'll be making like, I don't know, tons of money. And then everyone will be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Abe's current... Uh, his only income right now is online poker. So it would be nice if we could get 100,000 listeners for Abe. And I liked the Tombstone graphic. It was creative. I saw nobody else within the industry doing that. Job well done. <laughs> I, just, I just hope you get to the point where you're not relying on gambling to pay your bills. Well, I made in th- I, in a three-day period, I made more money than I've ever made in my life in a three-day period. I made $8,300 in three days. 
playing you're poker. One of, you're one of those elitists I was warned about. You're affording <laughs> wealth now from your online poker with. I am trying to distribute the wealth equally among some of these people. Besides okay. Howard Stern, I don't know anyone else who makes $83 in three days. $83? $8,300, sorry. <laughs> and Howard Stern is the only one you know that makes that kind of money? Well, let, 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 let's think about it. Well, actually, that's not true because 83. Well, actually, no. Okay. I take that yeah. back. It's only like a million dollars a year. Yeah. So, but that you know personally or that you can think of? But I can think, hang on. Let's see. Let's see this. I mean, I, you know, you know, I'm very good at street math, but I, I'm not in the mindset to do it right now. So let me just pull That's up. That's true. The- I've always said that about Abe. He's really good at street math. One of the things that really impressed <laughs> me about him early on was the the mental math that this guy. Case you were just- you honestly all joking aside, you were impressed with my skills. That is true because I, I I had an assignment at work once where I was uh, trying to get things down by the minute, but I forget that a minute is sixty seconds and not a hundred. And Abe just kind of had that mental math ready to go, and I was very impressed by that. This is the number I would make for the year if I continue my poker journey: <laughs> one million nine thousand eight hundred thirty-three dollars. If I if I continue on this, you know. I mean, oh, oh Je- Jeff is chiming in on my text messaging saying Bari subs, which I, Jeff, I agree. Bari subs are delicious. Bari and D'Amato's right next to each other. Mm. And then Vinny, and, and then, yeah, they're all, and then Vinny's subs, right? I, I love Vinny's subs on Grand. Well, those are obviously going to be better. I feel like those shouldn't be counted. But anyways, gentlemen, could you believe I won $8,300 in three days? I took- I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised knowing you because... I just felt like there somehow you figured out how to count cards online. I don't know. You're cheating probably. And you got in there. No, you don't count cards in poker. You're thinking of blackjack. Oh yeah. Well, the, the result is not is is surprising. The person doing it is not because Abe is going to trip ass backwards into a pile of cash no matter where he goes. I'm used to it by now. I've accepted it. I like this Abe. I like this version of Abe where he can gamble and make his living and then podcast. That would be cool. That I would text love a bunch of twenty one year olds. I, I have no problem with that. I would love that whole situation. You saw the graphic. You saw the you saw the 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 grave signs. National radio. What, 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 what did they call it when they said Chris D'Elia was talking to like underage girls? They were they were he calling was grooming it, them. Oh, grooming! Cool. Right now, I'm grooming you two for oh. for an eventual. Hey, <laughs> hey, do you guys want to like at three in the morning? Hey, you guys want to come over? I got beer. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Abe, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you want to groom me for your path of success, I wouldn't mind that, but I have to say anything else is <laughs> off the table right now. <laughs> like Eddie's, Eddie's, I'm like, Eddie, remember your football coach? <laughs> I, I, I have a whistle around my neck. Eddie, do you remember this? <laughs> you remember, remember, remember when coach came over, Eddie? <laughs> Abe's wearing gym shorts when Eddie comes over yeah. at three in the morning. Oh, what's up, Ed? <laughs> oh, just go downstairs. Go. Where are the chairs at? Oh, you could just lay in the bed. There's enough room. You went to someone's house and they told you to go lay on the bed. Hang on. Wait, this is, hang on. Hang on. This, this is a real question. Let's say you guys were hanging out with someone, right? Okay. And you went to their house. like Because like, I'm sure you guys still do that, right? Like, I rarely have some random person saying, hey, let's hang out. And then I come over there and I'm like hanging out at their house, right? I, I don't do that as much as you guys do because you're younger, right? You Did still I show do up that. to somebody's house that I don't know. No, no, no. like some like okay. Oh, let's let's say you're you're in psychology class at Columbia, right? Which I'm sure is a great psychology program. It was so, not it was <laughs> exactly. I know. I went there. <laughs> it's awful. Here, here's here's a tip. If you're going to a place like Columbia, take all your gen eds at, at a, 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 a community college. 
you should do that anyway. You, no matter the school you go to, like you should like I 100 college is bullshit. You should just get it. Get I, I don't I don't agree with that because well, thanks I mean, to a gentleman named Tom Joyce at Columbia, he got me my first internship at Q101, which led me to a 20 year career. I mean, same here. Tom Joyce got me my first internship at WKQX, Tom, and I had a job until COVID. Tom Joyce is uh, he's pretty mad at me right now. He is. Yeah, I scheduled a meeting with him just to chat. And like three times in a row, I've just not shown up. What? Well, that's <laughs> who, are, who are you? I'm terrible. That's who I am. I don't know. I'm never like this. It's just when it, when it's Tom Joyce, he just gets me all flustered. and I, You're, You get I nervous? Yeah. So, so anyway, what's your question? So I okay, go okay, to so, okay, okay. house. So, okay, so you meet some kid named Jesse, right? Nice. Dude, man, Jesse. Like, I, I could see this happening to Case for sure, okay? Case hanging out. With this gentleman Jesse, not surprising, and and they're like, man, dude, Jesse's cool. Like Case is talking to Eddie, right? Because Eddie and Case are roommates. You guys are in separate chairs, though, right? Like in the living room. <laughs> you guys aren't both laying on the bed, like talking, right? Like head to head. Yes. You guys aren't laying like this, right? Looking at each other. I have done that with a guy. Yeah, with a close bud. Nothing wrong with that. You're both laying in your bed like that, feet to head. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, hang on. I'm not. You've never slept in the same bed. Hang on. Th- okay. This the, the the cap here is your head. Yep. This is his head. You guys are laying in the bed like this. No. 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 That's no, what no. I'm saying. We're both on our stomachs with our like feet kind of picked up. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's like when you're when you're sleeping in the same bed as one of your bros. What you do? Speaking is- of Jesse, this is my boy Jesse here. I know it says Hey Zeus, but he, <laughs> close his, enough. He, he, no, his, his real name is Jesse. Well, that's what I know him as. But he says, I want to make your kind of money. Well, Jesse, all you got to do is be a degenerate and play online poker. Easy enough. <laughs> Anyways, so what would you do? Let's say a gentleman named Jesse. It's funny that Jesse popped up when I'm talking about Jesse. So this cool guy, right, Case? Jesse. He's like, yeah, I, I, I love vinyl, too. He's like, yeah, I love, I love your podcast. I think you're really intelligent when you talk about music and all this stuff. Yeah, it's not boring at all. Yeah, there's nothing boring about you. I think your, your Expos hat's fucking cool. You're like, you're like, Eddie, this guy's awesome, right? Yeah, I really like him. You're like, I'm going to go over. Now, here, here's what I recommend. If you ever go to someone's house like that, you should tell Eddie the address where you're going. Because if he don't come back, and you guys should also be on Find My Friends where you know where each other are at all times. This is an interesting situation, especially in my context, given that for most of my life, I have really struggled to connect with other men. I have very few male friends. So well, because, suddenly, because honestly, you said most people think you're gay. They don't understand. They, they just they, they just that, assume you're gay. That is true. Um, I never I never assumed. I see, that, assume. that that's why you have a real friend in Eddie. Eddie just thought, you know, this is a cool guy. I eventually want to be roommates with him <laughs> and invite him over, send him to the bedroom. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, as someone that has very few male friends, if I met someone that liked the same music I did and thought my Expos hats were cool and liked, you know, whatever other bullshit I'm into, if he invited me over and was like, you know, Case, you know, we're undergoing renovations right now, but you can lay in my bed, I'm probably not seeing any red flags at that point. I'm probably going to curl up and see what happens next. <laughs> so he, so Jesse, you, you go to his house. Yes. You're like, dude, Jesse lives in a loft. He's fucking cool, man. <laughs> Eddie, Jesse has his own loft. Eddie's like, sad. really? A loft? That's awesome. No way. She, she walk, it's some kind of weird stair setup, too, so you have to walk by yourself. 
Yeah, it's all one person at a time. Just given the width and kind of the the strength of the stairs, we can't go together. So I'm kind of waiting for him on the second story of the loft. Yeah, and yeah. the door the doors open. He's like, "Oh, just go in." The doors open. Yeah. So you have to go up all these stairs. You walk in. You just see a big bed, right? King size. King size bed. And he's like, I'll go ahead, man. Lay on the bed. I'll be in a second. <laughs> the The verbiage there is important because if he says lay on the bed, I'm a little bit concerned just because I don't know what's coming next. And it's likely an advance that I'm not going to want. Specifically with the verbiage lay on the bed. If I go up there, he's like, oh, make yourself comfortable. I'm going to sit on the edge of the bed until I find out <laughs> what's going on. And then, you know, he plays Marvin Gaye and I realize, oh, my God. OK, this is what's happening. But wait, now. hang on. If he's locking the door with a key. Am I getting murdered? That's or am what I'm saying. What, what, would you, what, would you, that's what I'm saying. What would you do? Your guy's locking the door with the key, telling you, "Oh, just go lay on the bed." This is I, the cool dude you met in school, Jesse. I feel like there are a lot of situations where, if your instinct is to leave, you need to leave. And this, at, at this point, once I see that I am barricaded in a bedroom with a man <laughs> that I do not know very well. My instinct at that point is to break a window, break down the door. I don't know, push him over, leave the situation at that point. I think so many problems could be solved if people left situations where they felt the inclination to get out of there. That's right, man. Glenn well, said Glenn well. said that uh, the gentleman might want a spoon. Would you? Okay, I think it would be a red flag if he said go lay on the bed. You get in there, it's a huge, it's like a huge, like California. King also, side. what's up, Carson? I'm sorry, go ahead, Eddie. It's like a California king size bed. He comes in, he locks the door, but it's one of those like, <laughs> like old timey castle like <laughs> locks <laughs> on the bed. It's a water bed. Nobody has a water bed anymore. Yeah. If if when the you- guy in my psychology class invites me over and he lives in a modified loft dungeon hybrid, I would be very concerned because that is the situation that we've laid out. I'd only be concerned if there was a water bed. <laughs> My my aunt and uncle used to have a water bed. What an uncomfortable way to sleep. Yeah. Sloshing around. You I mean, I know that was cool in the eighties, but it's like, could you imagine sleeping on a water bed? Like what what does anyone even do they even make water beds? Oh, they have to. Yeah. Do they? I would go. I mean, yeah, I would think so. I mean it's it's a market that is likely on the downslope, but it's not completely eradicated. I think for some <laughs> people that's very comfortable. Not me, not a fan personally. I like a softer mattress, but I could see the appeal of a water bed to some people. Remember they would have to burp it? Do you remember that? I, I do not, Abe. My, uh, my life began in 1999, which is typically <laughs> where your cultural references end. There's a lot of waterbeds on Amazon. Really? You know, Case, it's funny you say that, because that, that's the year I graduated from high school, the year you were born. And I, oh, it hurts God. my feelings that people don't know Goodfellas references. <laughs> It just it, it just sucks now because the like the teeter totter of life is starting to go this way with people who don't know Goodfellas references. So I'm like, you motherfucker, you you pe, what's so you know you know what's so funny about me, you know? Hey, Tommy, you got it all. No, 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 no. He's a big boy. No, Anthony, he's a big boy. No, no, you said it. What the fuck is so like? A lot of people don't know shit from Goodfellas, and it's like the the older I get, the less people who know it. I understand that, and I've seen the movie, and I understand uh, the vocal range that you just showed. But it, <laughs> it is one of those things where that movie came out in 1990. Now, it's a I great know. movie. I, I know. Everybody should see it. 
but the world is evolving. It's I not, understand. It, would it be weird to me if a freshman in high school didn't even know what it was? Now, of course, he's going to move into college. He's going to need posters for his dorm, and he will be <laughs> buying a good poster. <laughs> But it's not weird to me that the youth of today is not picking up on your keen Goodfellas references. <laughs> I don't know if it's on Netflix. I could see them watching it. Yeah, but know. it's like, but but it's just it, like when I was in high school, everyone knew it, right? Yeah, yeah, because that was twenty one years ago. What do you, what do you guys know? Like what 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 are the big references for you guys? Like, like High School Musical or some shit? That's a big one. I would say. I I mean we we were in the era like the the end of the the boy band kind of thing that happened in the the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. Well, we were on the end of that in the sense that yes, those bands were no longer around by the time we could talk. I mean, I wouldn't consider <laughs> myself to be like my first I mean, my first like CD was Backstreet Boys. Like it was still huge when we were little. Was it huge I mean, though or were you just like listening to a shitty Backstreet Boys album? <laughs> Actually, I couldn't tell you. What wait, hang on, Eddie. Uh, wait, wait. You bought that in what year? Like 2002 or something? 3? Yeah, something like that. I didn't what, buy what, it. I didn't have money. I was like four. Wasn't there a run over by then? Yeah, no, for sure. But like they were still big. Were they big or were you just listening to shitty music? Okay, well then another another good example would be like One Direction. They were another boy band. Well, yeah, well, see that's, that's more into that your... everybody my age knows. Yeah. So like me, right? When I think about pop music, I'll be like, oh, Britney Spears, because she was popular when I was in high school, right? And before that, New Kids on the Block, because I was like a little kid when they were around, right? So for us, I mean, I think like the biggest artist, other than like you're given like Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Drake, that sort of deal. Like if I think about what kids in my high school liked and not necessarily what I liked, but like the consensus was like, I don't know, like Mac Miller and like Lil Uzi Vert. And like those are the type of things that I associate people in my high school listening to. Lil Uzi Vert? Yes. Now, look, not an artist I enjoy. In high school, I was fully on the emo revival train and listening to the modern baseballs and the Joyce Manners and the front bottoms of the world. But I was the minority in that sense. <laughs> I what? feel like I, I'm I'm really missing out. I should have been a rapper right now because I'm telling you, I could write a great rap song right now. I actually did write one called Twerk Your Ass Off. Okay. Okay. And and I could see all you ever see those Instagram women with those disgusting fake asses where they just they just pump it up with just like just a bunch of shit like it just 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 oh here's tons of shit to plop into your ass. Oh Eddie's blowing up. Is that one of the Tinder girls? Sorry, what I said is that one of your Tinder girls? <laughs> no fake asses, not yet. Um, yeah, Abe, that's something I typically come across on my Instagram feed. Either is. I, I don't see a lot of plastic surgery in my mm-hmm. feed. That could be the demographics. That could just be a well, thing that I'm not into. But, well, see, I'm, I'm I'm in a group of friends that are just degenerates, and that's all they do is send videos of women like their asses and stuff. And it's like I, I honestly don't even look at all of them, but it's like you can't yeah. you can't help but see them where it's like just some girl shaking her ass, right? And yeah. they're always listening to shitty rap music while they're doing it. So I here listen to this song I wrote, okay? This is called Twerk Your Ass Off, okay? Now, I, I, let me know how I should hit the lyrics, okay? <laughs> yeah. You see that ass. Foolish boy, 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 wanna get to it. Dummy boy, 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 wanna get to it. Twerk your ass off. Twerk your ass off. Twerk your ass off. Twerk your ass off. Dummy boy, 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 wanna get loot. Foolish boy, 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 wanna get to it. Twerk your ass off. 
Twerk your ass off. Twerk your ass off. Twerk your ass off. Come on. <laughs> yeah, let's see that booty right quick. What do you think? So you you have something working for you in the sense that that sounds like it could be put on the radio tomorrow with a little <laughs> bit more production. I mean, it's it's not far off. The issue now think about it though with, into, with 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 the proper compression, yes, yeah, proper master. production, everything. You don't there's, think there's there's something there? I can say that. Like there's something. If I was you know a record producer, I could latch on to something there. The issue that you're going to run into is. I have been working on a theory. Um, it's kind of two parts. One, that Juvenile's Back That Ass Up is one of the greatest songs in American songwriting history. And on top of that, that black excellence, uh, when we talk about the James Baldwins and the Martin Luther King Juniors of the world, I think the first six or seven years of the cash money Birdman, Lil Wayne, Manny <laughs> Fred, Juvenile, I legitimately think that stuff should be archived and preserved and looked at as this great form of black expression, and you are, in a sense, infringing on the rights of Juvenile when he told people to back that ass up. Yeah, but this is twerk your ass off. Twerk your ass off. If you release it, I'll listen to it. I like the song. I like what you're doing there, kid. I'm just warning you. <laughs> About some possible okay, instance should, that should might I, occur. Should I do it with this vocal? Twerk your ass off. Twerk your ass. Like, should I make? I need to make it like sound less like it should be. Twerk your ass. It shouldn't be like that. It should be more like. Twerk your ass off. Twerk your ass off. Dumb boy, 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 wanna get doing. Foolish boy, 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 wanna get the, the, doing. The mumbling helps. And what you have down is the uh, in between the lyrics. You're laughing in your sort of hype man presence. I think you flawlessly executed. That needs to stay. <laughs> you see that boot? <laughs> For sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, let's see that. Yo, let's see those two pounds of flesh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, like that? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Drop the what? 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 You guys could chime in too for this part. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. Dumb boy, 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 I wanna get do it. Foolish boy, 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 I wanna get do it. Twerk your ass off. Twerk your ass off. Twerk your ass off. Twerk your ass off. Foolish boy, 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 I wanna get do it. Dummy boy, 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 I wanna get do it. Twerk your ass off. Twerk your ass off. Twerk your Should I do it like that? Twerk your ass off. Twerk your ass off. Twerk your ass off. Dummy boy, boy, I wanna get do it. Foolish boy, 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 I wanna get do it. Did it, did it. Drunk your ass off. Drunk your ass off. Now, come on. Come on. Here we go. I never seen a bitch working like that. I never seen a bitch working like that. I never seen a fuck with them like that. Now, drunk your ass off. 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 Dummy boy, 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 boy. <laughs> it's foolish, motherfucker. I was getting more of like an early 2000s type like feel from that well i just nice. I, I like it. Rap. i like it but like i wouldn't say that the the younger generation would be into it like you'd have to throw some like auto tune onto it well of course it, this is just this is just a demo of course <laughs> hey, hey, don't be <laughs> foolish now this is just a demo hey right. i mean I, I like it i thought it was interesting that you invited eddie and i to collaborate on that track we are <laughs> obviously two white guys that are not necessarily well versed in the arts of twerking 
Uh, I am on record as typically uh, liking white women so small that you could throw them like a football. So it's interesting that you invited us onto the track. Someone, I don't really have anything to add in that department. If someone could take that clip and put it on Instagram Reels or TikTok and then match it up with someone twerking, that would be very nice. I think it would be a big hit. That might get you to your 100,000 listeners. In fact, if we have any Instagram models, I'm giving you permission right now to use that clip on your Instagram page when you, you know, your usual daily ass video. Like, can you imagine that you wake up and it's just like, oh, here's my ass? Like, how Who weird are you is it? following on Instagram that gives you a daily ass video? I, that's what There's I'm telling so you. What's There's that, Ed? so many people that do that. I, I, I actually went to school with someone who's an Instagram model now. Get her on right actually, now. I don't think she's an Instagram model. I think she's a model model. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. Like she does shoots with like Victoria's or not Victoria, she's not. You know not. that's an oxymoron, right? An Instagram model. There's no such thing. You're either a model or you're an Instagram ass shaker. She's a model. She's not yeah. an ass shaker. She's a model. She does like clothing brands and like lingerie and stuff. Oh, uh 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 Beverly, what are you doing now? Oh, um I shake my ass on Instagram. <laughs> like I have like 400,000 followers. They it's so funny. I'm, I just want 100000 They get 400000 just to put their ass on Instagram. They deserve yes, it. Yes, they're attractive women. Of course they do, Abe. You're I know, not but an attractive it, woman. But it's it, it's fucked up, right? Here I am delivering all this content. I can't get 100000 They get 400000 like that. Like, oh, uh, yo, you, you haven't checked out Little Miss C's page? No. Oh, she has 500,000 followers in three weeks. It's like, what? I mean, oh. Abe, for as good as this show is, I'm not receiving orgasmic bliss from it. And I think that is where the extra 300,000 followers come from. So you're saying we have to deliver something that someone could jerk off to? We got yeah. a bust. Orgasm in the year. <laughs> it's funny. We were talking about, you know, losers, right? Who think about their high school days. But at some point, you guys are going to fall into something. Like, you guys aren't always going to be on the cutting edge, right? Something's yes. going to happen to you guys where, like, Case is going to be wearing that Expos hat at 50. Yeah. <laughs> it's already not relevant. Well, I think about that a lot with the music I listen to, of like, specifically, like, in the hardcore punk genre. It's a young man's game, and there's very few 40-year-olds that are invested in contemporary hardcore. There comes a point where, you know, the bands that you grew up with, the bands that you were going to the most shows in – that's where you teeter off. And I, yeah. and I recognize that. And I don't necessarily have an issue with that. What bothers me, and it's especially prevalent in the corporate world of just this idea of like, okay, I stopped adapting at some point and thus all of my ideas halted. There's nothing wrong with growing old, but you have to be cognizant like this, that like when you're 17 and you're complaining about how, you know, these adults don't understand like Whatever this new thing is, like that's the thing. At some point, you are going to be the adult that doesn't understand, and I I don't like that people don't realize that, and it it bugs me because I like I know that eventually I will be left in the dust, and there will be ideas that pass me by. But I am constantly in a place where I am trying to adapt to whatever is next, and I don't think most people are. That was a great monologue. Yeah, was... <laughs> what, do you, what do you want from me, Abe? You pitched it to me. I gave you my thoughts. You know, I, I, I think I, I just wrote a rap song. Here, here you want to hear my punk song? Sure, go ahead. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to comb my hair. Ah, 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 ah. Parents suck. Oi, oi, oi! I would listen to that. That sounds fine. That's not bad, right? No, I would listen to it. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to curl my hair. Ah, ah, parents suck. 
that is the type of band that I would see opening up for a band upstairs in some team. <laughs> like I know, I know what that band is like already. Abe, all you have to do now is get a mic that sounds like three times worse, and then yeah, exactly. Uh, Let me try. And, hang on. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to count the hair. Ah, ah. Or actually, it should be way off mic, right? Yeah, it's way. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to count the hair. Ah, ah. Suck. <laughs> is this the point of the show where you're done attacking me or do you need to keep going no no that's a good re- and you know I, I wrote a country song too right of well i'm headed do. down highway 99 i got the wind in my hair my go- uh um wait my 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 mo oh, wait I'm headed down Highway 99. I got the wind in my hair. My truck's blown down, and I'm on the run. God is my pickup truck. <laughs> All I have to say to that is my ideal, uh, my idea of heaven is chasing whitetail buck, as our oh, friend God. Aaron Lewis once said. <laughs> oh, God, that's the worst song ever, that Aaron Lewis song. <laughs> and I am someone that, for as pretentious as people think my music is, I have actively defended the band Stained at certain points, but Aaron Lewis's solo career is an abomination. God, what's that song, I'm a Country Boy or whatever? Something like that. Hang it's on. something about like owning guns and, and being self-righteous. It's not a great song. It's And, and people love it. They love oh, yeah. that song. Oh, God, what yeah. About the people is, it's like people from like where I'm from. Like just They have nothing. It's Let's just see. a feel. You got your guns. My, 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 my thought, well, hang on, I, I got to find this lyric now. Well, and, and Eddie grew up in Akron, and he acts like I didn't grow up on 10 acres in the middle of the country. Like, look, I'm not saying I was struggling for my next meal, but I, I know simple <laughs> country folk, all right? Eddie's acting like I'm some city slicker elitist. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, uh, let's see. And my idea of heaven is chasing a whitetail buck. What, what, that's, so wait, no, I, I got to get into the right sound here of that song. Because it, it's I'm a country boy or whatever, right? Something like that. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's not me. I rarely drink from the bottle. Oh yeah, I rarely drink from the bottle, but I smoke a little weed. I still live in the. Wait, is that right? It's not me. Yeah, I mean that's that's near. It's it's all of the ideas of one person compounded into something that I just <laughs> despise. It's hunting, and I don't drink from the bottle, but I smoke a little weed, and it's just my awful. idea. Oh wait, it. wait, Kay, sing it real quick so I get into the right mindset. Uh, I think that line is, uh, "I don't drink from the bottle, but I smoke a little weed." Oh yeah, okay, that's <laughs> not me. I rarely drink from the bottle, but I smoke a little weed. I still live in the sticks where you wouldn't go in a town to 1200 off an old dirt road and a country boy is all. How's he a country boy? He was the depressed lead singer of Sting. Do you remember Mud Shuffle? I don't remember Mud Shuffle. I remember Puddle of Mud. You don't remember that? That was their first hit. No, not at all. It was Sting's first hit. And what, Mud Shuffle? Yeah. Man, I don't. You can't don't take my. Nah, nah. You won't take my pain. You won't take my nah, driving me insane. Blah blah blah. You never heard that? No. That and like the, to Eddie's point of like him buying a Backstreet Boys CD. Like I grew up on like the the worst alternative rock, like, like Papa Roach. Thousands. Papa Roach. Three Days Grace. <laughs> yeah, uh, baby. Like um, Hinder. I had a babysitter that was really into Hinder. I remember that well. Do you know my Hinder story? I think so, but tell it again to remind. Okay, me. so Sludge and I, uh, who who works at w, who worked at WKQX with me, him and I did a morning show in Richmond, Virginia, right? 
And yeah. uh, it was actually a day that I lost my job. <laughs> Funny enough. So you want to talk about a shitty way to lose your job in radio? We did a morning show in Richmond on a station called Y101. Every year we did a food drive where we lived outside for a week to collect food for the homeless, okay? Why is that? Why do you, why is those promotions are the, like, why? Why would you agree to that? But we wanted to. We wanted to raise food for the homeless. Okay, that's cool and all, but why did you have to be outside for a week straight? Because they'll be elitist when they're giving food to the homeless. Like just, if, you, if, if you're willing to do something like that, it makes people want to come out. Because we had all kinds of stuff. We had like, comedians out there, bands. We yeah, had, but they weren't, all, they weren't staying out there for an entire week. No, they were staying out there like all night, though, a lot of them. But whatever. Yeah. It's just like it's something like, hey, we're out here in the parking lot. Come bring your food type thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're, it, there's a big difference. If you're actually out there, as opposed to just sending like some guy from promotions who's sitting there looking at his phone. <laughs> right? I know the type. Hey, uh, go. You know, hey, we're gonna be at the Jewel uh, on Ashland uh, for the next week. Oh, okay, there's gonna be a bucket you can throw food into. Would you rather do that <laughs> or have a big production out there with all kinds of people and stuff? I mean, it's just I, I follow. So what? What? Where does hinder come into play? So okay. So anyway, so so we're out there for a week collecting food for the homeless. Two hours after a week-long food drive, the general manager lets me know, oh, uh, we're putting Bubba the Love Sponge on every rock station in the company. Oh. We have to let, let you go. We knew about this a couple of weeks ago, but we're making a lot of money from this food drive, so we couldn't do it then. Wow. <laughs> so, so anyway, so that's the worst way to get fired. You, you do a week-long food drive, and I've been some shitty ways I've lost my job. Yeah, really inspiring for us young, young. Uh, <laughs> you, want me, you don't want me to go through the way I've lost every job. It, they're all ridiculous. Well, I've, okay, hold I've on. Heard but, a lot of them. <laughs> I mean, you got free laser eye surgery in Miami, which is the biggest win of them all. But where does Hinder come into the bubble of the Love Sponge story? What okay. did I miss? Okay, so so after I lose the job, whatever, Sludge and I go to Hooters. Because <laughs> I because I love Hooters wings. I don't even I, go. I, know, I don't know. go there for the eye candy or whatever oh. they want to say, right? I no, swear, Abe's not like most men. Abe just goes I'm, to Hooters for the food. I, I, you know what, Case? I'm telling you, I do. You're yeah. so brave. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the guy hitting on. Hey, hey. So what's up? You, you see this tat here? This means uh, this says uh, born hard or whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't. Hard. Hey, so what are you doing? Like, hey, asshole! Stop hitting on the girl at Hooters. Hey, I pulled three Hooters girls out. I pulled three of them right out of the restaurant. That's what they always say. Dude, I pulled one out. It worked before. Okay, whatever. She probably had some issues, right? Mm-hmm. If the Hooters waitress is leaving with some guy, and, and, and by the way, it didn't last more than that one night, okay? That's all I wanted out of it. That's all I'm looking for, as long as I get mines. Whatever. So we walk into Hooters. Again, don't hit on the Hooters waitresses. You're a loser if you do that. What do you think? Yeah, I just yeah, I just got this yeah, new affliction shirt. <laughs> Anyways, we walk into the Hooters and there's a table full of douchebags all in affliction, right? Yeah. So I'm laughing. I'm like, God, what is that? Hinder? Ha 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 ha, right? So like 30 seconds later, the waitress comes by. I said, Can I take your order? By the way, do you guys know who Hinder is? <laughs> and I swear to God, it was Hinder eating at Hooters. And you slammed your face on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I, as a joke, said, what is that, hinder? <laughs> by the way, let me They're... tell you. By, by the way, we were talking about shitty ways. Tim Sabian, this is the guy who hired me at Howard 101. This is mm-hmm. the greatest guy I ever worked for, by the way. Tim Sabian took me 
from a pod. So I was doing a podcast. So after that job where, where I, I lost the job of doing the food drive, I started doing a podcast with the people I wanted to work with. I sent Tim tapes. He put us on Howard 101. He put us from a podcast onto like the biggest platform ever. He did that. Young talent. This is why I'm bringing on these guys. People need to care about the youth, the youth, the two youths. Do you know what that is? Yeah, the two youths. I don't. Uh, like, oh, do you, is that another Goodfellas reference? Am no, I that's, letting you that, down that's, now? A, that's a my cousin Vinny reference. The, the two uh, youths. I haven't seen it. Uh, the two youths. No, but honestly, no one gives a fuck about young talent in radio. No one. No one's building anything. Let's build. Like give, give someone a chance. They're dying. Like Case, you'll do it for free. I won't do it for free, but I'll work for the union minimum. I would be but more that's than happy but, to. But, but not even the union minimum. You'll you'll go work somewhere for whatever they're going to pay you. If you could do your oh, own God, show, yeah. like an overnight show on a Saturday, why doesn't oh, every God, station I, have I, one that's guy? That's the thing it? that I don't understand. Is radio not loading up young people on the weekends? Like low pressure, do some sort of specialty show. Like, I'm not saying you know I I know what I'm doing by any means, but I also am not an idiot. I'll figure it out. I you know it's just an opportunity. Case you're, you're I don't know if um if like the government is cutting in on you, but you're you're like we're losing your camera and your mic's cutting up. Maybe turn the uh, Wi-Fi off on your phone. Maybe it's sucking up too much Wi-Fi. Yeah. Now I can't hear you. Now no, Case is gone. Oh, man. We lost him. <laughs> yeah, that being said, it would be awesome to have a show. I would do it anywhere. But, um, you know, I'm very happy. And, you uh, back, Case? Mm-hmm. Case, call, I'm, I'm going to hang up on you. Call back that. Call, click on that link again. Click on that same link, and I'll put you right back up. Way to mess it up, bro. <laughs> That's beta. No, but really, it's like, I don't understand why every radio station doesn't have one young guy like one of you guys. Oh, here we go. Can you hear me now, Case? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, good. Yeah. Now you're back. Okay. No, but no, but, you know, but my point was it's it's an opportunity issue. I'm not saying I know everything, but I'm I'm young and I will figure it out when given the opportunity. Here here's what you do. You take one weekend shift, right? You put mm-hmm. up some young guy that you think has talent. You just let them do anything because it's a non-rated segment anyway. No one cares about those ratings anymore. You just say, don't be a moron. Don't say anything racist. Don't say anything that's going to get the, 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 you know, the license pulled and just do whatever you want. Treat it like it's your morning show. And now you're I building your talent. That is exactly what should be happening. But it's not anywhere that I know of. There is no youth movement. And thus, when the people on top now have to move on, there's no one there to replace them. Exactly. That's the thing, too. I, I, so if I was program director, I would run the team, the, the, the station like a team, right? Your morning show and afternoon host are your two top guys, right? If your morning show ever leaves, your afternoon guy's ready to slide into mornings. Your night guy should be doing a morning show at night. He should be like the guy that you're willing to slide into afternoons or mornings. Your overnight guy is your next guy to slide into nights. Your weekenders are the ones you slide into overnights, and you're continuing to develop young talent. And even if you don't have a budget, trust me, you could figure it out. Again, I'm not saying pay you a bunch of money. Give give a young kid a Saturday night show and let them go crazy. Every station should be doing that. No one's that's why you keep seeing the same people over and over and over. Because no one is building young radio talent. No, I completely agree. I mean it, it goes to especially if you want to talk about like the landscape of alternative rock. I think people are so afraid to uh, put anything that, God forbid, it's looked at as active rock or just something in a different stratosphere. It's the same uh, since Foster the People came out. It's the same keyboard-driven 
kind of pop song, kind of not. Like we're going to call it alternative just because. Well, this is this is and different. the whole format is yeah. stale. Well, that, that, that's no. The alternative format is fine, but like they they could do whatever they want. I'm talking about like more like talent. No, I agree on the talent issue. I mean, trust me. I, I it doesn't I, matter I, what for. I'm not talking about a certain format. This is just yes. across the board. Like stations yeah. should have someone young that they they consider to be a star that they're grooming. Like like your boy like Chris, Chris D'Elia. <laughs> like Chris D'Elia would groom. He would groom people, right? Chris, I would be <laughs> grooming people nonstop. I agree, Abe. I would be more than happy to do a show all the weekends anywhere in the country right now. I am just waiting for that opportunity. Okay, sent me a text message that says I have 15 minutes and then I have to bounce. I, I, you could have just said it. Yeah. No, well, no. I, I See, that Abe was very prof- – I, like I like that professional uh, text message you just sent. Well, yeah. yeah. Abe invites us on the show on Saturday. He's like, hey, do you guys want to do my podcast? Now, Abe has like seven different irons in the fire. I'm doing what I need to prepare. I don't know what's happening. I don't know how long this show is going to go. <laughs> I blocked out a nice chunk of my afternoon for Abe, but what he fails to understand is that the world doesn't revolve around him, and I can't be on a, on a restream call with him for the next seven hours. I have another life to live. Case has to listen to Wet Ass Pussy by, uh, by Cardi <laughs> B and Megan The Stallion after this. That is, uh, I just, look, Cardi B's cool. She has like a purpose. We just live such drastically different lives from one another. I just don't, I never understand what she's going on about. Yeah, I, I, I that's another one. That's why I think I could write a rap song because you guys just aren't with it. Well, no, there's definitely a segment of the population that I just don't understand, and I've made my peace yeah. with that. Mary chiming in with a very funny comment. I'm sure you'll be hearing from bass later. Ari, your two side pieces. <laughs> All right, let, let, let's wrap it up on this, fellas, okay? I got a vo- I don't even know who this guy is, but I thought this was very funny. This guy sent me a voicemail complaining about not doing enough podcasts. I don't even know the guy's name. Here you go. In a second. <laughs> Shout out the Whatever. Hang on, I'll play. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Sorry. Hey. Make another fucking podcast already, you fucking no hang motherfucker. Oh, uh, I went to the fucking hospital. Yeah, bullshit. All right, that was like a fucking month ago. <laughs> new podcast. You made four fucking separate podcasts. This fucking, uh, oh, oh, this man took my dick shit. This fucking you and fucking Roker. Fucking then the regular one and the other one. Let's go. Make some fucking new content, motherfucker. Shit. Love you. Big fan. Later. <laughs> Yeah. What's your name, first of all, sir? Uh, real quick, and then we'll. we'll so the, here you go. There's your podcast, whatever your name is. Uh, let's let's just go through the questions real quick as we wrap things up. Tyler saying, "What's up? What's up, Tyler?" Uh, let's see. Oh, this is interesting. Here, hang on. Uh, someone saying he lays in bed with his two friends. Yeah, Wawa no, yeah, subs that. are great too. You guys ever have Wawa subs? No, because that's heard... like a Northeast thing, isn't it? Wawa is like Pennsylvania. It's like yeah, uh, not 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 interested in the Northeast. Wawa, by the way, is a gas station, and they yeah. sell subs in the in the gas station. They're, they they sell subs, but their counterpart sheets, I would argue, is just as good. And uh, you're right, you're right, and that's the war. Because when I lived actually in that city where I saw Hinder, it was Wawa versus sheets. Some people are like, Wawa's yeah. the best. No sheets. Blah 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 blah. 
We got sheets. Yeah, that's kind of one of those things. That's like every Halloween when somebody brings out a map of the most popular Halloween candy and then every morning show in the country argues about it. I feel like Wawa sheets is like the 365 (laughs) days a year version of that. It's like, no, it's actually actually this. It's actually much better. And then you just recycle that content. Exactly. All right. Well, gentlemen, if you want to follow Case, it's underscore Case Low. Apparently someone else got the Case Low handle. (laughs) And uh, Eddie is... Yankee Y O N K E E C R U N D L E Yankee Crundle on Twitter. Is that is, is this your handles all across all social media, gentlemen? No. <laughs> um, okay, Eddie is going to make it really hard for people to find him now. Uh, on Instagram, it's Ed underscore Weisfeld sixty nine. Um, on Facebook, it's Big E W sixty nine. On on Twitch, Facebook, it's, it's Eddie sixty nine W. My uh, my PlayStation name is Sadboy Crying sixty nine. It's pretty cool. Wait, you have, wait, uh, Eddie. Well, let's let's make it easy. What's your podcast? If people want to find your podcast, podcast, yeah, check out the podcast. It's the Extraordinary Podcast Spectacular. It's on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. Also a proud uh, anchor, part of the anchor family. And, uh, <laughs> wait, what? No one says family. that. I would I would be remiss if I didn't mention the anchor family. The anchor oh. family. What? Yeah, I'm anchor, dude. It's I know, the but they're not, they're not paying you like, you're not like sponsored by Anchor. <laughs> I know, I know you, you get powered by Anchor. Yeah. No, but my, I, I, I mess with them because they have like a good, they have like an actual, like, it's one free, two, it's like easy to use. So I mess with them. Case, what's your podcast? Uh, so you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at underscore Case Low, C A S E L W E. You can listen to me on the Art School Albums podcast, which wait, comes wait, out the every art, Thursday. The art, the art School Albums podcast, right? The Art School Albums podcast. Every week we break down an album track by track in an attempt to curate the greatest art school playlist of all time. Uh, you can also find me on the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network on the show Open the Voice Gate, where myself and co-host Mike Spears break down the world of Dragon Gate professional wrestling and anything on VoicesOfWrestling.com that I do or other people do it as professional wrestling coverage that does not insult your intelligence. Wait, Case, again, you're, you're considering Columbian art school still? Well, it is, it's not a real school. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 I'm about to graduate, please. In it's art school, school. It's a real degree. Please. Hey, I, I I have the same degree. I'm not I'm not hating here. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, this was a good time. And uh again, tell three friends. And that's it. A hundred thousand listeners for me is better than five hundred thousand for an ass shaker on Instagram. Hundred thousand listeners for me, you know what that means? Freedom. That means I'll be getting just enough paper with, with supplementing it with online poker. I'll be good. <laughs> so, and by the way, tomorrow we have a new Vince Please Stealer Ideas podcast with Ryan and Sam. That's going to be great because we're going to be talking about SummerSlam, the WWE Thunderdome. Again, Casey, you just mentioned wrestling. That's reminded me. I, I know. I, I did. Yes. I, uh, I, I, I do know what you're talking about. All right, fellas. Well, this was fun catching up and uh, we'll have you guys on again. Please. Later.